head into the Ringerverse to stay up to date with all things superheroes and nerd culture entertainment. Hosted by a rotating lineup of superfans at the Ringer, including Mallory Rubin and Van Lathan, shows will provide instant reactions to blockbuster releases, insightful backstories on canon, and mind-bending theories, as well as fresh takes on the latest news and rumors. Check out the Ringerverse on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, It means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. It's the B-side. I am joined today by friend of the ringer, friend of this podcast, but really just a friend of the entire network, Miss Mina Kimes. Mina, <laughs> welcome to the pod. How are you? I'm good. I didn't know you call it the B-side. It, it made me smile a little because I've been calling Susie Hannah mm-hmm. B-side. Because oh my God, yes. Looks yeah, so much like her. That's my private nickname. I always have private <laughs> nicknames for the contestants, most of which I probably shouldn't say in public, but that one I thought was pretty, pretty nails. She looks so much like Hannah B. We were talking about that, Callie and I. Can I throw something out? Does she look yeah. too much like Hannah B to be the Bachelorette? Because that she ex- it seems exactly to be a Hannah clear said. front I mean, runner. That's exactly oh, what Callie said. I should have listened. I'm sorry. I it, Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise, she's got it all. She's got the backstory. She's got the charisma. I don't think she's... I'm not spoiled, but like, I don't think she's going to win. We can talk about that. But she looks exactly like exactly. a recent Bachelorette. Seems like a problem. I, I want to take it a little bit further. I want to say Hannah B is the B-side. Susie's much prettier than Hannah B. I'm sorry. Oh. It's true. <laughs> she, she's like Hannah I'm B+. So plus. Mean. I mean, yeah. They're both beautiful, but... uh, They they are both pretty. I mean, they're both objectively very pretty women, so... Yes, yeah. That's goes to that saying, I guess. But I'm, yeah, I mean... um, I just want to say it's, like, late. It's the end of the day for me, and I get, like, so... (laughs) I've been, like, staring into my computer. I've been on a Zoom, more or less, for the last eight hours, 
And I'm so sick of looking at myself and my computer that like, I just feel like mm-hmm. I, I might say anything on this podcast. <laughs> Who knows what's oh, going to no. happen? <laughs> I'm just oh, like, no. I'm tired and loopy. So it's just like it, anything you're goes. Like, you're like a contestant in, a, in an ITM. Yeah, just exactly. I'll be the producer trying to manipulate you to say some wild shit. Can't yeah, wait. I've, I've been deprived of like normal human interaction for the whole day. So I'm just like, anything goes. Um, Susie, yes, she looks a lot like Hannah B. The organ failure story was really sad, but I also have questions. Like, did he have COVID? Like, what did you, what did I, you think was wrong? I was wondering that myself. And I was wondering if I, I, I don't want to like speculate on someone's illness. And I'm probably going to get to, uh, Shanae, the the, the yeah. worst person on the show right now, and and who not didn't just speculate, broadcast it, but I did wonder because um, it was vague, and also I feel like it might be one of those things where the show thinks ah people have been so bummed out by COVID, let's give them some escapism and not say the word COVID, yeah. and also it's a divisive topic now because some people don't want to acknowledge it exists, and I don't know, it was it was a little bit weird. It was super weird. It was a good date, though. Um, we don't need to rehash this either, but I will say one thing that we've been discussing a lot around these ringer parts mm-hmm. is how disgusting it is to go swimming in Marina Del Rey. <laughs> and <laughs> it's like... <laughs> and we talked about that on Monday. And then I think the next day, there was like an alert sent out to people who live in Marina Del Rey. Like, if you like have the app to be like, mm-hmm. don't like, don't go in the water. Like, it's so dirty. Ugh. So... How did did you feel about the return to the Bachelor Mansion? Was that emotional for you? The legendary Bachelor Mansion? I think in the words of Suzy herself. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of emotions. Uh, I was surprised by how much more... Actually, not surprised. I, I, I enjoy the show being there versus being in a random hotel. It does feel more escapist and normal. And, you know, you've got your traditional landmarks and locations. And so I, I prefer that. And I think it makes for a better show. Oh, I agree. There's something about this season. Like, I'm curious what you think. I don't love Clayton. I don't hate Clayton. I like him much more than I was expecting. I, I At first, I had a crush on him. But I think that's just because really like, just like very for like 10 minutes i just i just kind of liked his his um handling of uh silly sally like i just felt like the whole sally thing was so insane i also like how he gets really visibly mad and i just sort of like he just sort of seems like a regular guy listen mina i have a real weakness for just like likable (laughs) athletes that's just it's why it's why i work in sports it's like how i got here you know oh man (laughs) Uh, Clayton is a vessel for yeah. bachelor insanity. Uh, or th- yeah, Clayton. I keep calling him Colton. Me too. I, I keep talking about him it as well. Um, but I completely yeah. agree with that. And so he's is like kind of a perfect vessel for right now, where it's just sort of like back yes. to the mansion, back to slightly like wackier women. A lot. Like, I thought this was like a classic episode, like just straight up classic and punctuated Vintage. by the ex- by the excellent Z way. Like I'm like, oh, we need her every mm. season. She was such a good like foil for the show, basically. I do wish, uh, being somewhat familiar with her work, she had been given free reign to ask the questions I would actually like to ask and actually make um, some of these women uncomfortable and and Mm -hmm. Clayton himself. And I think she was a little bit held back. Um, But yeah, I I enjoy this episode a lot. I would say this about Clayton, who I I don't find particularly crushable, but to each each her own. I just, Um, I'm I'm embarrassed, but just trying to be honest here. 
he seems like a good person. I'll say that. And I think he is a perfect bachelor for the early weeks when Mm. it's really not about the bachelor and it's about the fighting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and I think he's great. I I, I do question whether the season will hold my interest later if Mm -hmm. we've got like longer dates and the this, you know, and hometowns just because he is rather vanilla. But right now, as you know, the canvas on which multiple blonde women can paint their sociopathic masterpieces, I am enjoying it. <laughs> you so know, many blonde it. women, so many, so many, so many, and they just really look the same. Like it's very hard to tell the difference yeah. between. And then they're fighting with each other, so they're like in the same frame. So it's very, it's very it's hard so to differentiate them. <laughs> it's so confusing. I, yeah. So, mm. um, to your point about like, will he be able to sustain our interest? I am optimistic because I think we're gonna like watch him unravel. I think that he's like, we have seen. Yeah, he seems like a people pleaser, right? Um, and many of the best bachelors are. My my number one, Ben Higgins, was a people pleaser as well, and I. And I feel like when the lead, particularly the male leads, really want all of the contestants to like be happy with him, it yeah. just turns into an absolute debacle and like such a mess. And and like in a good way, like a, like a debacle is what we want. And so I'm hopeful that him <laughs> having sex with three women and falling in love with three women is going to lead to a really good like final phase of the season. I agree. I could see that. A hundred percent. I mean, Ben Higgins was the, I think Absolutely. he was the first contestant to say, I love you to multiple people with the That's Jojo. Yes. yes. So I, yes, I feel like pleasers, um, guys who you actually believe are in love with multiple women yes. and are facilitating those feelings do tend to make for better seasons than bachelors or bachelorettes who are very decisive and not taking any bullshit, even though I like that in them as humans, humans, it, yeah, not as leads. Not what you're looking for on, on the TV show itself. Um, have you met Jesse Palmer? He's kind of your coworker. Um, he's he's my fellow cast member at ESPN. Um, yes, you, you both have the same card to get into Disney World. I, I have not met him uh, just being on the NFL side and him being on the college football side, but um, I think he's doing a decent job. I'm a fan. I find something about him like just like, I don't know. So, I've said this before, soothing repeating myself, but I just find something about his presence. Like great. Wait, he's going to be on TV. So, yeah. you know, yeah, it's he's been a little a, awkward at times the last couple of seasons. He knows what he's doing. Like he's very comfortable with it. What's his, what's his reputation like around, around Bristol? Uh, lovely guy, happily married as you've heard on the show. They, <laughs> the, they constantly skip over the fact that he didn't meet his wife on the bachelor. They're like, he, he, constantly, he keeps saying, and this is, this has been multiple times now. I know this show works. I'm a happily married man. It's like, Dog, you kind of skipped a skip to step. There, yeah, though, like, you didn't get married from the show. Actually, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. I'm, you know, um, but yeah, no, I think he's he's a pro, and I think that's why he's good on the show. I will yeah. say, uh, in the same way, I mean, I'm not the first person to make this comparison, but the Hannah B. Hannah B. side thing throws a little bit of a wrench into Susie potentially being the Bachelorette. When he is next to Colton, I think it it's Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's bad for Clayton because he is like Clayton plus to, yeah. visually and I, I agree charismatically. That, but, yeah. But Clayton's yeah. taller. So I feel like to Clayton, he's probably like, well, I got that. So everyone comments <laughs> on Clayton's height. I don't know. It's just what I would do if I were Clayton. Just um, defining characteristic for sure. Question for you. You travel <laughs> a lot for work. You're already yes. on TV. Like, 
you know, you mm. could be Jesse Palmer. You could be, I think you could be the host wow. of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Would you want to be the host? Like, is the schedule of Bachelor host appealing to you as someone who's already has a pretty hectic, demanding schedule from their TV commitments? Thank you so much for even suggesting it. Um, <laughs> I think I would be a little too intrusive and have mm. too many opinions. Uh, <laughs> and I think as the host, it's such a small role. And, uh, I, you know, there's a few moments throughout bachelor history sure. where they have to kind of step in. But um, it's a pre. So now along those lines, yes, because it's so little work. Uh, <laughs> so little work for such a great life. <laughs> and yeah, you're just chilling and, and everyone likes yeah. you. It might be the COVID talking, but like, I just sort of like don't look forward to being away from home the way that I used to. Like, I'm just mm. sort of like, I've gotten so comfortable at home. I'm like, do I want to be on the, would I want to be on the road as much as is needed <laughs> to be the host? It's a lot. And like, it's I don't lot. know. I, I'm just yeah. curious, like if Jesse Palmer is like excited about this lifestyle or like missing mm. just being a studio man and, you know, just like that GMA college football life. At least that is like, <laughs> Less of a time commitment, believe it or not. This show is now a huge yeah. time commitment. But <laughs> so. you have a lot of free time to catch up on reading and watching shows. And you, th- you think that's what Jesse Palmer's doing? Reading and watching like Ozark preparing for season four? Definitely. He's reading like DeLillo in his hotel room. <laughs> just <laughs> crushing. <laughs> he watched Station Eleven. So he's like, I think I'll watch The Road. See how Ooh. they compare. I really want to watch Station Eleven, but I got to get the Bachelors. I haven't, and I love the leftovers. It's like extremely my shit. That whole everyone involved in that. Uh, It's got the girl from Halt and Catch Fire, who I love. But now that the Bachelors back, it's such a time suck. Although I will say, uh, I complained (laughs) when the season started. You know, no break, and then. At the end of this episode, when Jesse Palmer said, I'll see you in two weeks, I screamed no. I know. (laughs) Much to the disgust of my husband who was sitting next to me. I wonder if Jesse Palmer was watching the national championship game or watching The Bachelor. Wow. Yeah, I didn't watch. I watched The Bachelor the next day, so I missed it in real time because it was I have to assume he was watching Georgia, Alabama. So I have to to assume. I think think he was, yeah. As an SEC man, I mean, he must have been really happy. Um. Anyway, let's talk about this actual episode. I'm like obsessed with Jesse Palmer. I don't know like every person I talk to. I'm like, what do you think of Jesse? I don't I don't even know why, but it's sort of like having like a new like uncle or it's like someone's like marrying into your family and you're like, you want to discuss it. It, it, you know, I, I, I do want to say I'm not a Chris Harrison person. I don't think the show has suffered from losing him just as a host. However, yeah. having a, a host again who... Is, I mean, he's married, but like is like a young, good looking in this case, I I kind of think, like I said, B-side version. It is a little bit like mm, when he walks in, you know, like Chris Harrison kind of could do the dad thing yeah. with the young people, whereas Jesse's not old enough to be a dad. He's kind of like the hotter older brother. And I, it's just <laughs> a very different vibe, I imagine, well, in the house. Also, Chris acted like he owned the mansion. He acted like he was Cupid. He acted like he was like so in control of every aspect of this. Like this was sort of, he was like the maestro. He was the wizard in front of the curtain. 
Jesse is not going for that vibe. Jesse's like mm. more, I'm just along for the ride like you guys. Yeah. Oh, mate. What do you think, hey, brother? Like, brother. Get, you know, <laughs> hey, brother. How you doing? You don't know me, but I'll let you know who I am. Like, he's doing like way more of like a politician. He's sort humble. of like, yeah, kind, but like fake humble. And, but he also does seem like he's sort of like, I'm just here for the fun. I, I don't know. There's something... There's something winning about it to me, but it's also like such an act. I don't know. I guess like the mm. moral of this, of this podcast so far is that like handsome athletes have a lot of sway over me. They have to do very little because I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Clayton, I have a crush on him. Jesse, you love him. I just like that he looks like he's read a prompter before or talk, sounds like, like I just, it's, yeah. he doesn't take me out of the show at all, which is totally, I that's a great, that's exactly it. Yeah. Like Caitlin and Tasha, you were like very aware that you're watching Caitlin and Tasha try to like find a second career and that doesn't happen here. Learn how to. Yeah. Very good. Shade. Yeah. But well, I guess I've shaded them. I've made it clear. I don't like them as hosts. Nothing about them as people, but it's just hosts. Not, Mm -hmm. not my tempo as they said in the great movie. Um, what was the name of that movie? The drumming movie? Oh, whiplash. Whiplash. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) I couldn't remember it. It's like I said, late in the day. All right. Let's get into these dates. I'm also just curious, like who you're into. But so the oh. first date was um, the first group date with Hillary Duff. I asked the the listeners if Hillary Duff would really be resonant for 26 year olds. I was like surprised by mm-hmm. how excited Cassidy was. And I resounding. Yes. A lot of people have been like, yeah, I was like in first grade watching Lizzie McGuire, which then made me feel bad because I was like, very aware of Lizzie McGuire when I was like in high school. And I was like, is that embarrassing for me? Like what, like, how should I feel about this? I'm not really sure, but do you care about Hillary Duff? I watched the first season of younger. So mm. that's probably the extent of my Hillary Duff exposure. Never watched Lizzie McGuire. I did find it incredibly awkward. I, th- I think it was Cassidy who said you were my first concert and I had a picture with your face yeah. on it. Right. Was t- which was like Hillary Duff was like, Cool. I, I don't like, you know, when someone says that in a group to you, I mean, she must deal with that a lot or know how to handle it, but it felt kind of awkward to me. But, um, I, Cassidy, I, I awkward. Get, what? I'm shocked. <laughs> I've got so many takes on, on her, the, the double villainry in this episode, but, um, I thought Hillary Duff was great. I, I love, she clearly I is it. a fan of the show. I believe that she was a fan of the show. They should have had her as a guest host in paradise. Maybe she wasn't available. Ooh. Good call. Um, well, but, apparently she's yeah, promoting I How I Met Your Father, which I didn't know, but that's why she was on because she was promoting that. So, mm. you know, she's which is going to be on Hulu. So she's doing her she, like, like you. She's yeah. a, a cast member, so she's going to Disneyland mm. for free. That's the that's like the best one of the best parts of working for ESPN is being able to take people to Disneyland, Disney World. They're just like so happy because you save them so much money. You feel like such I, a G. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I can get a discount too. What do you want? But oh, you want fast pass? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, like, I couldn't get that, but you do, you do feel good. Time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, That's like, it's like insane. It's like yeah. a great, it's a great perk. Anyway, I hope Hillary Duff got that from her, from her time as part of the Hulu family. Mm. Mm. Um, what was like your favorite Cassidy moment? I think there's a lot oh, to man. choose from. Uh, I, I wish I wrote down the line, but when they all confronted her it, later at night and she said, uh, it doesn't. I'm not here to hang up streamers, or it's not about how you hang up streamers. <laughs> I laughed. Um, I'll just flat out say it. Cassidy doesn't bother me at all. Wow, I think, you're in on Cassidy. No, not in on her. She see, clearly sucks. But <laughs> maybe it was because th- this was coupled with the Shanae arc, who mm-hmm. d- bothers me extremely. But Cassidy, to me, reads as a harmless reality TV villain. 
and that she's clearly annoying and definitely not there for the right reasons. But I have no problem with her as a human being. Like she doesn't bo- her, her the way she acts. I find maybe uh, you know irritating in that like she's clearly trying to get attention again on Paradise, whatever. But not hurting anyone, you know. And, and I think of like Victoria in last season, where she was a bully, or Shanae, which we'll get to, where there's like gaslighting and lying and all that shit. Sorry, I probably shouldn't say the word gaslighting. I feel like it's like a banned word right now, but like, well, or it's constantly misused is what I meant. And I don't want to misuse it, is, it, but it is constantly yeah. misused. I don't think you misused it, however, but <laughs> she in, sucks, the, in the bachelor but, context, it is often yeah, misused. Yeah, it is often misused. So yeah, but back to Cassidy. Fine, she she's doing reality TV. That's so I, that's all I'm, I'm just saying, you know, she didn't bother me. She was kind of just a comical, deliberate, acting up for the cameras sure. type villain. Sure. Let's talk about Shanae because I think you do need to talk about them in, in concert. <sighs> Shanae, did you, would you feel this way about Shanae if she did not share with literally everyone that Elizabeth had, had ADHD? No, it's, I, that was obviously repulsive, but I was really, I, I turned on her hard before then um, because- <laughs> What was the moment? So, we saw the chain of events, right? Where she mm-hmm. clearly is insecure going into this. Maybe Cassidy's feeding into that a little bit. They, they've <laughs> yeah, got this Ca- weird villain Cassidy's alliance. Like, <laughs> Cassidy reminded me of like very nefarious um, Cher Horowitz where like, you know, Cher <laughs> would give Ty advice with like yeah. how to date with Elton and stuff. This is like, but she kind of, but she meant it. This is like <laughs> the opposite where like Cassidy's giving advice, but it's like really bad advice and also like really messing with her head. And I, I, it was kind of fun to watch. Like, I'm going to be like Cassidy, my best gal. I'm going to be confident and get what I want. Except, you know, clearly didn't, doesn't have, it's not built to the same stuff. So she comes in and you can see her insecurity building and building, right? And then she pushes her, whatever. And then she, when, um, what what's her name? Elizabeth, the target, pulls Clayton aside first she just, that's when she unravels. And then all of a sudden, you know, she sees him and she tells that freaking insane story about, oh, like Elizabeth was mean to me and this is the red flag because one day we were friends and the next day she didn't look at me. I really hate it. I hate it when people lie. I hate it when people project their insecurities onto other people. And then I hate it when all of those things are combined and just seeing, witnessing that happen was uh, like uh, abhorrent to me. (laughs) <laughs> and then when she confronts her, this you're so constitutionally it, offended. I love it, dude. I'm so, this is like my least favorite type of villain, hmm. or I guess, um, I don't know. It's a characteristic I despise in people generally, which is, you know, creating this alternate reality. And when she confronts Elizabeth, I thought Elizabeth was so nice. I could, I, if it was me, I would have gone ballistic, but she was like, Oh, you know, I have ADHD. I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. Let's get along. And just the way she was twisting it, uh, Shanae, so that like Elizabeth was the one to blame. It was it was bonkers. And it even was. she kept saying she told me she loved me. She didn't. We saw you. She didn't say that. I just, <laughs> Juliet, maybe it's like the time we're living in. I'm sorry to rant, but I I, I like it. I, seeing this, this happen, I hate it when people make like create lies and perpetuate them and repeat them. And then clearly it, in their mind, it's reality. And so yeah. that pissed me off so much watching at home. Wow. So Shanae is dead to you. <laughs> she was dead to me when she did the dance. Let's be honest. I kind of liked the dance. I I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm having yeah, so many yeah. weird takes these days. That's but I, 
She was she was really bad at it. She was particularly bad at the whip portion of the dance. There's no doubt about that. I just thought that she probably like provided some like levity and some fun for everyone else. So I appreciated that. Mm. But I think what really got me was Z-Way seemed so delighted by her attempting to do this dance that I was like, if Z-Way's happy, I'm happy. I just thought Z-Way was, was fantastic. She was she was heavy because she knew what was unfolding before, yeah. which was cringe to totally. the mix. Totally. Yeah. Z- Z-Way should, honestly, she should be on every season and she'd be like a staple of the date. But I, you know how, I don't, do you watch Survivor? I do not. I think you would love it. You should watch it. Um, it combines like a lot of things you like. Competition, mm-hmm. ties to the NFL, reality TV, maniacs, like just do a lot of great stuff. Anyway, on Survivor, when people get voted off, they have like, um, they have uh, like, they do like these little featurettes that are on their YouTube channel about like what happens mm-hmm. to them after they get weighed They talk about getting voted out. They usually lose a lot of weight, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like there's a, so much bachelor material left on the cutting room floor. Like we've seen in the last two weeks, like so much has happened that we see in the the credit scene or whatever. And I'm just like, show us the full Z-Way game. Just take it to YouTube. You know, there was more than four or five <laughs> questions the Z-way asked. Cut? Yeah. Yes, release the Z-Way cut. I want to know what else she asked. And it, it seemed like it was fun. I mean, it must've gone on for like a long time, right? I also, they also should have just been like, we're day drinking. And that's the other thing that I would introduce to some mm. of these dates is like, <laughs> <laughs> make that a legit drinking game. Like let the drinking start early and whatever. It's just, if, if people want, they don't have to, but I would just, you know, mm. I would love to have like a bloody Mary while playing. Never have I ever at 11 AM on a random day of the week or whatever. But for sure, for sure. I, I really enjoy that. I, I agree with you. Shanae lying is bad, but I think the ADHD thing, ADHD thing was like truly fucked up. It's sort of like, outside of the realm of just television, like that's a fucked up thing to do, like in TV, out of TV. And then she's like, I have ADHD. She's like, what are you talking about? Like, like she was making fun of her and her ITMs. It yeah. was, it was insane. I mean, and the, she was the- like, kids have ADHD. I mean, she acts like it's, I don't know. It was, it was so rude. And also I did, I did think that, um, the way Elizabeth delivered that was kind of odd. Like the reason why she was like overwhelmed was, mm. was like, because of the auditory inputs or whatever, which, but like, maybe that's a good explanation. I just think strategically, I wouldn't have given my, my, Mm. my foil, my foe, that kind of info. I don't think she understood what level of sociopathy (laughs) she was dealing with at that point. I mean, Julia, it was so bad that she got a heat check from Cassidy who, who was like, (laughs) damn, my friend's kind of a dick. Or she said jerk, not dick. I wish she had said dick. But that also brought me, that kind of made me, again, a little more sympathetic to Cassie because it made me laugh. But um, like when you lost your only ally in the house because you're being such a jerk, every you could see all of the women were like pretty appalled. Pa- appalled, and yeah. Her, yeah. And Gen- um, I feel like Genevieve and Kira and Mara in particular were like, just really yes. like, what are you doing? What are and, you doing? And um, Kate who is yes, the realtor, Kate. who's my low-key favorite. Yes. Right? Kate, she, Kate's normal. Yeah. That's why we like her. Kate is like, <laughs> Kate's like someone you would encounter out in the wild. You'd be like, oh, cool girl. I liked her. She works at the Oppenheim She's, group of Selling Sunset. Oh, Selling Sunset. She, mm-hmm. I, I hope she survives a few weeks because she's had a few really funny kind of under the radar lines. Like when they were playing Never Have I Ever and she, one of them was, have you sent nude pics? And she she said, what about to each other? And she was like, we don't have our phone, so we can't. I, that made me laugh. <laughs> By the way, Colton had a yes on the nude pics, which I caught. Clayton. Clayton. Jesus, Clayton. 
Um, and then, but she had the line of the episode after the fight, which is, I feel brain dead after that interaction. <laughs> Never have I seen the experience of watching that show captured so well with the video. Um, yeah, Clayton said he did send a, a nude. Do you think it's a full nude or just a dick pic? Like, I don't know. Clayton, I, I don't think I know him well enough know. to like to weigh in, but surprise me. I don't I don't know. I feel like he's 28. It seems pretty standard. Maybe in my brain, I've just conflated him so much with Colton that uh, <laughs> I, I'm like the virgin Clayton, even though he's not. I, I could have seen Colton, but, but I don't know if he's still a virgin. I don't think he is, but I could have seen him sending sending a nude before that, too. It's like a chaste activity. You're separate. So <laughs> possible. Yeah, I don't, but you're right. We don't know. We we know very little about Clayton. Very little. Totally. Also, I think like none of those were embarrassing except for like, have you ever cheated on someone like that? I think is like a character, like that's sort of like revealing your character. So the rest of them was like, who cares one way or the other? That's all there. This is all like acceptable to me. That's what I'm saying. Like I, if it was real, like Z way being Z way, I feel like she would have gone in so much harder and maybe she did. And we're just not seeing it. But um, I know she would have gone in. It would have been great. I would have, I would have loved it. Z way is like classic, pandemic season one to me like just sort of the <laughs> may june july 2020 z-way yeah. just sort of like outing people for being assholes and uh mm. i thought she was really just fantastic i'm i was a fan but now i'm like a really big fan so mm. i i enjoyed it um i totally agree with you on kate too callie knows kate or she like met her a few times so that she's cool nice i think Come, she, she, you should have her on your show i think she'd be really funny that's like a great a point. Funny guest. Yeah. I'm also positive she'll be in paradise. Like I, I feel positive she doesn't win, so. and I bet she'll go to yeah. paradise. And she should. I, although you know, I'm surprised that the selling sunset staff who are not on the show, like the Oppenheim Group staff, are allowed mm-hmm. to go on other shows. Like, I wonder if that will change in the future. Interesting. Yeah, like how the Netflix there's crossover between their reality shows. Maybe. Yeah, and like Bachelors just- usually they don't like that. I feel like on the Bachelor they want their contestants to be like. Absolutely. Yes. They want them to to come to the back to the bachelor like without too much backstory so they can like Mm. determine it themselves essentially. Yes. 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 So this episode is brought to you by eBay authenticity guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, And the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, 
you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Um, I feel like I, I feel like I just like always veer away from Cassidy. Like I'm like, I know we should talk more about her, but I'm kind of with you. I don't like really hate her. I'm just sort of like she's she's playing a part. I will say the the combination of Cassidy and um Gabby is very funny to me. Like Cassidy is like so like hyper aggressive, just like making out with Clayton, just sort of like climbing on him. Meanwhile, Gabby's like, you know, just trying to put together this quote unquote dollhouse. It's like not a dollhouse. Oh, Genevieve. The oh no, no, uh no, it was Gabby. Gabby. Sorry. Genevieve did the ugly cake. Yes, Genevieve did the ugly cake, which (laughs) then Cassidy dropped. (laughs) The kid pushed her. (laughs) I know. Amazing. Amazing. Maya's birthday cake got ruined. But Gabby, you know Gabby cracks Mm -hmm. me up. She just like the way that she talks is just very funny. <laughs> she is funny. I hope she sticks around. She makes me laugh a lot. Um, the the, she, the whole she will. Genevieve so. cake thing. Yeah, I think she's, I've seen her in the previews. The Genevieve cake thing was funny, not just because the cake was so ugly, but um, <laughs> she took it so seriously. Uh, yeah, sorry. I'm not going to impersonate her. Um, but when Cassidy brought it in, it was such a clearly produced moment in the same way that when Demi brought in the cake and paradise member uh, mm-hmm. in, in the fire legendary moment, uh, that was clearly produced, it. right? Like a producer clearly said, bring this cake. And, and I think that's the thing about Cassidy where I'm not, it's funny, but I'm not really enjoying it because it's all just kind of very reality TV. Like she has no chemistry with Cole Clayton. Yeah. Um, she's, definitely just playing the screen time game. The producers are helping. Unfortunately, looks like her time might be coming to an end soon based on the end of this episode, which we can talk about. Yeah, but, you know, it's just kind of classic cannon fodder, early episode villain stuff. Nothing, nothing lasting. I don't think I don't think it's so bad that she's got a hookup waiting for her back home. It's just sort of like playing the law Uh, of averages. It's fine. And also like Clayton, if you're so great, she won't need him. She'll ditch him. She didn't even, if you, if you noticed, I don't know why I'm being like a Cassie apologist. <laughs> she seems terrible. <laughs> I want to be clear. You don't want to hang out with her, but. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with her, but she's not a bad person in the sense, she's not making up, she's not harming other people, which is something that I generally, that's the most important thing to me on the show. And if you actually watch the clip where she talks about her friends with benefits, she doesn't say we're going to continue. She said he's, he wants he told yeah. me he wants to watch it with me. And then you notice that, that they cut it off there. So I don't think she did anything wrong. I don't think there's sure. anything wrong with coming on this show and having a relationship until the moment you go on the show. And I thought, uh, I think it was Sierra who brought it to him. I thought it was yeah, a little was. bit unnecessary, honestly. Sierra seemed like she got put up to it by a producer because we hadn't heard from Sierra before that. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. So they I like it right t- at him. Yeah. Can't tell you much else about her. It just seemed like it was a good way to get Sierra involved in some some drama good way to get her some screen time. So, and they were probably like, it's like also like a true deus ex machina because there's like no other connection to Sierra. So you're like, okay, sure. Mm. So she's just here to blow up Cassidy's spot, but whatever, I'll take it. That's fine. Probably shouldn't have said it on camera, Cassidy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like the beginning of filming must've been like weird because it seems like a lot happened. Like we got silly Sally going to, 
Clayton's room a few days beforehand. There seems like, you know, Cassidy was still talking to some dude in the hotel. Like, I wonder if there was a lot up in the air, like just because of COVID or something before filming began. Cause it seems like it was like a fairly eventful pre-production in some ways. Kind of yeah. I still don't quite understand the timeline. <laughs> Sally. Silly um, Sally. I don't know why I call her that. I just like <laughs> Sally's not enough. What happened with Sally was so bizarre that like just to call her Sally is not enough. I, I texted you when I finally got to, got to watch the premiere, probably one more minute of that Sally interaction and I would have pieced out, but let's be honest, I wouldn't have pieced out. I love but it. But I like to think I would have. <laughs> it was so stupid. But yeah, it's Even a little Mina bit, has her limits. I think it, it, everything is a little bit rushed feeling. And I think if there's one thing that I'm a little dubious on so far early in the season and I don't want to cast judgment, it's I can't tell if any of them actually like him. And I feel bad because he is nice. And I, and I don't want to sound, you know, like I, like he's, he's clearly many women would be interested in this gigantic, you know, piece Galoot. of, he's a yes, big piece yeah. of man. Yeah. Big piece of man. But he there looks have like a been pile a lot of, of his name, his name oh, is Clayton and he looks like a pile I mean, of clay. A lot of things have happened that suggest he's not reeling them in, so to speak. No. And when I watch them interact with him, I, I'm not really, I've not been convinced that any of them are really into him so far, including not, Susie. Talk about, not a lot but of sexual I just energy. am not buying it yet. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Um, he, I can tell he likes two of the women a lot. Teddy. But Teddy, Sarah, I think. Yeah. And she might like him. I think Teddy likes him too. I do. I, I buy that. Yeah. But there's something about with Teddy. Well, I had Jared Freed on last week and he's like, well, he can't pick Teddy. She's a virgin. Like he doesn't want it to be like the, not because there's anything wrong with that, but because like it's like a lot of pressure to then be her fiance, I guess. And so it's like interesting, which I thought was an interesting point. I as I hadn't thought of it. Um, I think if I knew more about him, I'd be able to guess whether or to yeah. say what I think. Like I don't know. Like with Pilot Pete, we knew he was like super sexual. Yeah. <laughs> so I was never buying that he would end up with Maddie, for example. I don't know enough about Clayton. Uh, now that I know he sends sure. nude pics, maybe. Yeah, but I know. I, a little frisky. There's just, there's frisky. not a lot of sexuality on this, which is funny because, or it's like, sex, it's not sexuality, a lot of like sexualness, which is funny because it, we find, we know he's going to sleep with three of these women. So I'm kind of like excited. Do you yeah. think it's just two? Was it? I, I've been intimate with two. I don't know. The, it's the, it's his big I believe it's moment. three. Is it all? Is it three? Okay. Well, that makes I, me I think hope Teddy so. doesn't. That'll make it more interesting. I can't. I, I mean, if that's the case, one would think Teddy doesn't make it to the end, but I don't know. We talked about this too. I'm okay with If Teddy's okay with it, I'm okay with it. Whatever. Just do you, Teddy. Same. Same. I just don't want to deal with all the agonizing. The, oh, it's just going to be annoying television. I know, but she's like, and it was, she's like, I've waited for a long time and maybe too long. Like, <laughs> Actually, what she said is, I made this decision when I was young, maybe too young. And I give her right. credit for that. I think that's like funny and self-aware. She, oh, when I say it, I'm going to be clear. When I'm when I'm saying I don't want to see it or hear about it, I don't mean her. Like her, she's great. Know, yeah. Lady, she's girl, do whatever you want. It's I'm, I'm so tired of virginity being a subject on this show. I totally, it's yeah. It's so boring to me. That's why I don't want like a whole I agree with you. It is super boring. about virginity, yeah. That, But that's one thing I like about her. It's like she's not like... She's just sort of like, this is what it is. And I'm here and I, whatever. I, I, I like her, whatever. Good, good on you, Teddy. But who else? So Sarah and Teddy is definitely into. 
It seemed yes. like he liked Susie, but like they're they just seemed like how do they fill the time together? Like what did they talk about? Like is she into football? Is is he into I don't know. I don't even know what she does. Like it I, I was just like, what did they talk about this whole time? Yeah, I, I'm not buying them as a couple. I think she is an interesting person, not just because she lived in Japan, but um just kind of Although she, I, I did a little dive into her Instagram and she is serious about jujitsu. So props cool. to Susie. I think that's, that's a cool hobby, but um, I agree. Yeah. I, I, she's clearly smart and I think very charismatic on television, you know, and has a lot of energy and is, I would say, extremely polite in a way that might drag out their relationship longer than it should. But I just didn't buy them as a couple. I just don't, I don't know. She, she I, 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 I don't know what her... A few women, by the way, have said he's not the type of guy I usually go for. <laughs> I know. Well, point. also, there's been three self-eliminations. Like, it's not It's not great. Yeah, like, it's not great. It's not it great. Se- um, it seems like he's not doing yeah. it for a bunch of these women. But I am just not convinced that they have chemistry or... Like, I think he has more chemistry with the other two women you mentioned than with her. Although I assume she'll go far. I wonder if there's something about him in person that, like just doesn't translate because like, why do they pick him? He seems fine. Like we know why he's sort of generic fits, fits the bill, but like there's just does, he doesn't seem to like have this je ne sais quoi that many of these leads do, even when you don't really get it. You're just sort of like, I don't know. Like there's, there's nothing about Clayton that I'm like, oh, I'd love, love to dig in more on that. Except for the, except that I do like him. Like he seems pleasant. Like I'm not he's, like, I'm not like anti, yeah. like he's not like a, a Brad Womack or a Chris souls or a, pilot Pete like he seems totally delightful but like that's it like I but would I be happy for him to be making me fudge at six flags yes do I need to be on a, a one-on-one <laughs> date with him no yeah he, I think he's kind of lower energy maybe mm. um or at least it's coming across that way on television and in that environment where you need a bunch of women are some of them are convincing themselves that they're in love with you but generally there's there's a lot of salesmanship going on and you know, uh, when you think about it, the, the very premise, the idea that like all 30 women would like be drawn to one guy is insane. As And one woman blew up the, the con- concept on the first episode and was immediately shunned because it was such a defiance of that logic. But um, it's it, not logic. It's like cult thinking. It's like, OK, wait, wait, yeah. no, no, we're all in this cult together. And, you know, the Kool-Aid, you're drinking the Kool-Aid, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. And the Kool-Aid in this case is a, you know, gigantic white man who doesn't say a lot. <laughs> Um, I think, but I do think like, I agree with you. Like he seems nice every now and then he has a few offlines that he, there's a bit of self-deprecation, which I, I like enjoy. That. Yeah. yeah. I like and that. I think it's real too. I think yeah. like, he is fully aware. I don't think this dude has ever been the guy in Never. the room or, the, you know, despite his size. And I, so I think he's great. I just don't think he is. I keep using the word charismatic, but I just don't think he has like a lot of charisma. And I think yeah. that's potentially why some of these women aren't immediately drawn to him. I do feel like his life will, will be better because he's in the bachelor world. I do feel like that. I mean, some people I feel like that makes, it makes their lives worse. And I'm like, this probably was a bad idea for you. I feel like for Clayton, it's like, this is a positive. This is like, this is like rerouting what could have been. I'm like, good, good for you, man. This was a good move. Also, he just seems like so low key that I, I feel like he, hopefully won't be traumatized in any way. Hopefully none of the women will either. But I do feel like sometimes people are like messed up by this experience. I feel like he can handle it. I feel like he's got a good head on his shoulders. I don't know. I why. think so, yeah. 
No, I'm like giving I agree, him so yeah. much, so much. Uh, um, I feel like I'm just giving him so much credit, and I don't know why. <laughs> I well, uh, I, uh, the one thing I would say, it, it makes for excellent television viewing, but he has not handled the drama well thus far, or the advances of you know, like r- women who want to be in television or whatever. Which again makes for a good season, uh, per our earlier discussion. But I could see people judging him for that, for being clay for being manipulated um but we'll see how long it's so early right i mean i i'll be honest like i hope even though i have been like i just said how much i dislike shanae i hope she we saw her in the preview for next week but i like the show more when there are villains that last for a while that the lead is actually into i think those tend to be the better seasons so i would like her to stay yeah, no, I I agree with you. Who else are you like? I feel like like who else are you like? I want more of them on my TV. Anyone in particular? I do feel like we're getting a good mix of girls so far, of women. I agree. I, yeah, I like the one. I just call a girl too. I like the one from Germany who didn't mm-hmm. go on a date, but was really chill about it. I think she's really cute and <laughs> kind of bubbly and fun. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of get good. Eliza, I think her name yes, is. Yes, Eliza. I like her. Yeah, I like she had a good attitude about it. She did the scrapbook thing. I like her as well. She yeah. made she made the most of her time. I, everyone who's like, I just feel like growing up in America is like fine. Anyone who like gets to live somewhere else is just like very cool. <laughs> I'm generally just impressed by anyone who isn't, uh, who 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 you can distinguish from fall. other women. <laughs> like <laughs> that that not, helps. Who's not Elizabeth yeah. Shanae or Cassidy? <laughs> I would say also just like you know not getting a date on week one is rough. And for someone to be chill about it tells me that they're probably a pretty confident person. So I think that, um, granted, maybe she wasn't chill and we just weren't shown her freaking out because they want us to like, I don't know, but you know, it's who knows. But I I remember one of the other girls who didn't get a date freaked out. (laughs) She's like, I love my cat for this. Uh, and (laughs) sort of the contrast was telling, I thought, so I like her. I like Kate. Um, that was jail by the way, Jill, I, I had like high hopes for Jill because she was a architectural, architectural historian. historian. I was like, yeah. I was like, that's cool. so cool. But then I didn't find out. Yeah. No, Jill's not going to last long, but, um, no. so we like Kate and then I, I, I like Sarah, the extremely young wealth management advisor, uh, who quit <laughs> her job. She probably is like works in a wealth management division. I'll just say, I don't oh, believe yeah, that yeah. she's actually doing that, but that's okay. Nah, that's great. Get your career going, Sarah. She's a junior analyst at a big yeah. bank, probably, but she quit, right? So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, she seems likable. I actually do think she likes him. I'm kind of, I, I don't know, just in their brief interactions. I'm guessing she probably gets a one-on-one date pretty soon. Can't remember what they showed in the preview. One of Sarah's fun facts is that she loves cute, tiny dogs. And I feel like there's been a lot of like, Clayton loves dogs too. So I wonder if that's like foreshadowing of some kind. Do you love Dang. cute, tiny dogs, uh, Mina? Yeah, and like Sarah, I'm I'm half Asian, so I'm just gonna put it <laughs> out there. I'm rooting for her be- solely because of that. Um, it's a good we reason. We got another one too. NC, I think yes, NC is NC. the other half Asian one. Half Asian, uh, half Persian. She's cool. I did get a good vibe from Rachel the pilot mm-hmm. in this episode. I enjoyed when the helicopter was flying over, and she was like, "They were taking a low approach." <laughs> and using like pilot words. <laughs> I, I don't know. I tend to like anyone with like a actual just that's I don't want to say that, but like I she, agree. Yeah, it's cool. She's a she pilot. It's interesting. She has a career. Um, she seems pretty confident too. 
So we'll see. She, he clearly, she's definitely a front runner. Um, I think so, so too. We'll see how I, that one plays out. I kind of think Rachel or Sarah win. I, I don't, I just feel like those two, I could see them also being the final two. Cause like we're getting yeah, them enough of them early on. Also, Rachel getting the, the, um, old bachelor entrance, I feel like is a good sign for her too, because they like, that was really, yeah. they really care about the old bachelor. I, I've heard that senior, senior bachelor, senior yeah. bachelor, excuse but me. But then, then they didn't like promote it in the thing. Know, it, was it was very so, confusing. That was, it was super weird, but I still liked it. I'm like, yes, senior bachelor. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's <laughs> I'll gonna, watch it's, it. Yeah. Oh, no, I definitely will. Definitely will. Um, in in general, it's a it's a good group of women. I think I don't know. I'm I'm. In, it just feels like you know. Let's just go with it. Two weeks off. I don't get it. Like I don't understand. Did they say why? I didn't check oh, the well, listings, we, but we have a wild card game. Check it out on ESPN Plus. I'll be we're doing a mega cast the NFL Live crew. Um, so maybe that has to do with it on Monday. I don't know if there's simul. Yeah, Monday night. It's part of the Super Wild Card weekend, right? Uh, so right, maybe that's why. Game. Yeah, that might maybe actually might be why. I don't know if they're simulcasting on ABC, but um, yeah, I, I'm, I listen, I was not excited about this season. I was not excited about the pick of bachelor, but like I said, I screamed no when he said it would be two weeks. And I find myself drawn into the petty shenanigans. Shenanigans. Well. Um, I'll never so, think of that so song much. the same way again. It's so it's like forever. Ruined. The worst, the worst. Uh, she is the worst. And thus I want her to stay on the show as long as possible. <laughs> And on so that bad. note, Erica Cervantes, thank you so much for producing this episode. Check out Mina on ESPN really every day. Plus the Mina Kimes show. That's her podcast. And um, yeah, check out the ESPN plus simulcast on Monday night. Cause who <laughs> what else are you going to do game? guys? There's Who's no bachelor. Uh, we got Rams Cardinals or Cardinals Rams. Oh, so. nice. Yeah, cool. Good one. About that. Yeah. Who's your pick to win the Super Bowl? By the way, Rams, uh, I'm picking, I got Packers Chiefs. I'm picking the Chiefs, little bachelor tee. Uh, so I'd call Rams preseason and mm-hmm. the Rams backup, backup running back who played in the preseason games, who is a, he tore both of his ACLs in oh, college. No. He's horrible. Anyways, he is dating Hannah A. a. No, Hannah, Hannah, Hannah Ann. Yeah. Hannah Ann. Really? Jake Funk. According to the internet. Yeah. According to Bachelor Reddit, which is, you know, I love. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So great source of info. Wow. Okay. Hannah Ann. Good for you. Yeah. You know, Sydney from, I think, Peter's season. Yeah. She, yeah. She's, she's engaged to 49er. Well, she's engaged to Fred Warner, who's like a superstar. So not exactly comparable. No, you know, like no offense, but like he, I mean, you and I joke about how the, all the football players in Bachelor World are mostly fake. Sydney's fiance is one of the best players in the NFL. That is <laughs> that's amazing. Very funny. Yeah. I'm happy for her. I liked her, so that's great news. <laughs> oh, great stuff. Mina, thank you so much for joining me. This is really fun. Uh, Callie and I will still be back on Monday. We'll probably talk on the reality TV and uh, talk to you soon. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.